affirming the best, always speaking, thinking, being in power, unapologetic, unapologetic, never being basic. Welcome to Unapologetic. This is episode nine, and this one is a little different. Everybody that knows me or has grown to know me knows for a fact that music is super important to me. It is always at the core of everything I do and has a huge impact on my life. This year was a great fucking year for music. From the turn up motherfuckers to the lyrical guys and a huge shout out to all the females in the game right now crushing it. I thought it was only right that I dedicate one of my final episodes of the year to the soundtracks that kept me going with an added boost from my graphic designer, JP, who convinced me that it wouldn't throw my show off. The categories are as follows. Top 10 rap albums, top 10 R&B albums, and last but not least, the top five collab albums. Each category will also feature a wildcard nominee for those people and projects that didn't make the list, but definitely still deserve to be mentioned. The categories will then be narrowed down for an overall list of the top 10 projects of the year. I like to call 2018 the year the underdog. And as one myself, I've been so full of seeing other motherfuckers putting that work in and get it out the mud. It's impressive, it's inspiring, and it's made my life just a little simpler each day. First things first, let's get this shit started with the top 10 rap albums of the year. The list is as follows and is in no particular order. 1. Championships by Meek Mill 2. Care For Me by Saba 3. The Carter Five by Lil Wayne 4. K.O.D. by J. Cole 5. Victory Lap by Nipsey Hussle 6. Redemption by J-Rock 7. Daytona by Pusha T. 8. Scorpion by Drake. 9. Room 25 by No Name. And 10. Milky Way by Baz. The wildcard nominee goes to my sis Cardi B for her freshman album Invasion of Privacy. I think it's crazy as hell how much bullshit she got for naming her album that. Especially when motherfuckers stay in this lady business. Pretty spot on, huh? But I digress. This category probably was the hardest to narrow down. There was so much music, so much saturation, so many different marketing schemes or lack thereof, and honestly, I picked these with my heart. I was hesitant to put Meek on here because it came so late in the year, but he knocked that motherfucker out the park for sure. From jail straight to the charts, nobody can say he ain't show his ass on this one. Top tracks are What's Free, showcasing Jay and Rose at their finest. Cold Hearted 2, which definitely spoke volumes to me about not only how cold the world can be, but also what it takes to get you to that point. Tic Tac Toe featuring Kodak, a great turn up slash workout song. <laughs> and Respect the Game, where he talks his shit about overcoming the streets and the colds that kept him in check. Care For Me was a no contest on this list. I'm gonna say now that this is one of my favorite projects of the year and will be on the top 10 projects list without a doubt. 
seeing him perform on Tiny Desk swayed my opinion and helped me prove to other motherfuckers, not me, because I already knew Shorty was going to blow, that he is one of the best in the city by far. Top tracks are Busy slash Sirens, where he discusses his need for companionship while trying to excel in his career and duck the bitch-ass police. Life, where he expresses in great detail what he dealt with during the passing of his cousin, rest in peace John Walt, and how death seems to be following him. Logout, featuring Chance, which is definitely a track everybody needs to have in their headphones, seeing how consumed we all are with social media. And finally, Heaven All Around Me, which I listen to every single day, usually in the morning. <laughs> where he sings to the heavens from earth and illustrates the transition. The Carter Five damn near needs its own category for most anticipated album of the year. There were so many debates about this project before its release. Is it gonna sound dated? Is he gonna be on that rock shit again? But Wayne showed up and showed the fuck out. Top tracks, Don't Cry featuring XXS Tentacion, rest in peace which was almost too eerie when listening to post-X's death because of the subject matter surrounding hard times and following his mama's tear-jerking intro. Dark Side of the Moon featuring Nikki, where they vow to always be in one another's corner, whether it's here on Earth or in the afterlife. Demon, where Wayne discusses his inner demons and how much they demand from him. And let it all work out with vocals by Sampha, where we hear Wayne become at peace with everything he's been through in great detail and conversations with God after shooting himself at 12 years old. KOD did not get enough recognition or respect this year, and it is absolute bullshit. J. Cole is years into holding shit down without any features or major marketing schemes, and he always seems to keep getting snubbed at the award shows, but not over here. Top tracks are Photograph, where Cole paints a picture of how social media is now used to create relationships. The Cutoff, which features Kill Edward, aka J. Cole as a chocolate screw version of himself, where he details the importance of cutting off leeches and giving more to yourself than you do others. Kevin's Heart, where he speaks on temptation and insecurity. And 1985, where he sits all the young niggas down and gives them and gives them a lesson on life, money, and social impact through music. Nipsey has always been a major contender for motivational music. His bars, his entrepreneurial skills, and his hands on the streets kept him grounded and proves that there is no one way to do this shit. Your success is specific to you and ain't got shit to do with no one else. Victory Lap's top tracks. The last time I checked, featuring YG, where they spar off on their street cred. Dedication, featuring Kendrick, about how their past helped them pave the way for themselves and others to be their absolute best. Hustle and Motivate, which does just that with stories on solo struggles. And Double Up, that teaches you to go twice as hard after you've fallen. J-Rock has always been one of my favorite artists from the TDE camp. His grit and style is one to admire. And following his life-altering motorcycle accident, this album showed that nothing can stop him. And he will go on to be one of the most influential rappers in the game. Mark my fucking words. Top tracks are 
knock it off. Where J-Rock describes just how much better he is than all these other weak-ass motherfuckers. Out of Sight, Out of Mind featuring Cole, which is by far one of my favorite features this year from him. Where the two attempt to deal with their paranoia and survival skills. Wow Freestyle featuring K-Dot, which showcases both of them at their best and exemplifies how great of a duo they are together. And my theme song of the year, Win. This song don't need no commentary at all. Fuck everything else. Win, 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 win. <laughs> Pusha T had one of the most interesting years of any artist this year. Of course, the beef with Drake helped keep him in the limelight, but Daytona kept him on the charts. Top tracks, If You Know You Know, If You Know You Know, which opens up the album to Pusha's world of cooking, but not no Lil B style. The games we play feature Ricky Rose, which celebrates their success and solidifies the beef between Pusha, Drake, and Forty. Santeria, which highlights his pain over the death of his friend and road manager. And my personal favorite, Infrared, which carries some of the best disses against Drake, followed by a slew of metaphors about how the infrared light is exposing shit to him that the world is just too blind to see. Scorpion was a great follow-up to Daytona. Scorpion was a great follow-up to Daytona. Forcing Drake to keep shit a buck about what Pusha was mentioning and proved to us that he don't need Quinn Miller or anyone else to make hits. Top tracks are Nonstop, where Drake fires off about not skipping a beat no matter what bullshit comes his way. Mob Ties, which discusses his frustration with these sorry ass niggas and their constant need to blast him in order to make themselves relevant. Jaded, which brings us back to a more classical Drake on heartbreak and wasting time on someone who wasn't ever worth it. And March 14th, where Drake speaks directly to his son and shows empathy on how difficult this situation is, but vows to always remain true to his baby boy. Room 25 is such an incredibly special album for No Name. I felt so close to her after Telephone, and this album definitely made my year better. Top tracks, Black Exploitation, where No Name details black stereotypes and the issues they cause within society. Don't Forget About Me, where she expresses her homesickness and how it conflicts with her fight for success. Ace, featuring Saba and Smino, where they pick apart their shortcomings as partners and lovers. And Part of Me, featuring Felix and Benjamin Earl Turner, where self becomes the top priority and living up to other standards takes a backseat. Baz's Milky Way project was very impressive and showcased a different sound coming from an artist out of New York. Although he is signed to Dreamville, his sound and cadence is very particular and his Sudanese roots are highlighted throughout this project. Top tracks are Front Desk, where Baz tries to escape old bitches and their groupie habits. Boca Raton featuring ASAP Ferg, where the two enjoy vacation in Florida and all that comes with it. Fragrance featuring Corey C, where one groupie bitch makes it very fucking hard to get rid of her. In the video, he ends up dropping her ass off in the middle of the desert and drives away, chucking the deuces. <laughs> and finally, Sanufa, where he shows his love and devotion to his lover and expresses all the plans he has for their future. The three albums that will be featured on the top 10 projects of the year list are Care For Me, K 
KOD, and Redemption. These three projects not only meant the most to me, but they each told a different story about what's going on in the world and left their mark on what's to come for them as artists in the upcoming year. I wanted to add No Name to this list so fucking bad, but I could only pick three, man. No Name, I love you, G. Please don't get it twisted. On to the next category, Top 10 R&B Albums. The list is as follows. One, Crash by John Doe. Two, East Atlanta Love Letter by Black. Three, Lost by Brent Fires. Four, Keep the Same Energy by Tiana Taylor. Five, Her by Her. <laughs> Six, Last Day of Summer by Summer Walker. Seven, Noir by Smino. Eight, Dirty Computer by Janelle Monet. Nine, Have Mine by The Internet. And 10, My Dear Melancholy by The Weeknd. The wild card nominee for this category goes to Usher for his A project produced by Zaytoven. Although I wasn't really expecting to hear shit from Usher, nor was I interested, this project wasn't horrible, and I think it will open up different producer-artist collaborations. Good job, Usher. Now, go get your U-chain back. Crash is a very special album to me. My dear friend of 10 plus years, singer, rapper, songwriter extraordinaire, John Doe came out swinging this year with this project. It kind of has a movie feel to it. From the skits to the interludes on crashing, this project is just what I needed to stay afloat on life's crash course. I am so fucking proud of my friend. And I promise, John, I'm going to be front row at a show very soon, singing every lyric at the top of my lungs. Top tracks are Way Out, where John sways through life's difficulties and tries to find a purpose. Say Less, where she exemplifies that less is more and the proof is all in the pudding. Energy slash Who You, featuring Shyard's very own Raven Lene, where the two express their unsureness of people and their shady-ass actions. And Crash, featuring Bari, where John showcases her unmatched rap skills and explains that she will not be the one thrown off course. She gonna cause all you bitches to crash. Black made a huge statement this year with East Atlanta Love Letter. I got very close to him and learned all about him and I loved every minute of it. Top tracks are East Atlanta Love Letter, <laughs> featuring Future, which pays homage to their hometown. Pretty Little Fears, featuring Cole, which explores Black's broken heart and Cole's appreciation for his wife. Balenciaga Challenge, featuring Offset and a skit from my bitch, Light Skin Keisha, about these sometimey-ass niggas and how consistency is key and also showcases Black's rap skills and nonchalant, where he details how much people need from him and how he tries to stay grounded through it all. Brent Fires is most known to many from his feature on Golink's crew, but this solo project shows that he can definitely carry a tune all by itself. With only one feature and six songs, this project gives us an in-depth look at who he is and what he's dealing with. Since this project is so short, y'all motherfuckers should have no problem diving right in. But in case you are, the top two tracks are Why Is It So Hard, where he expresses his exhaustion with everyday life and struggles, and Trust, which is my absolute fave, 
where he pours out his feelings of trying to find his purpose. Tiana Taylor has been my bitch since MTV Sweet 16, and I've been waiting so fucking long for her to drop a project. Even though I was pressed because this shit was so short, Keep the Same Energy is a solid project, and I'm hoping these tracks foreshadow what's to come for her in 2019. The whole project is a vibe, but the top two tracks are Gonna Love Me, where she sings about love and the struggles of sustaining it, and Rose in Harlem, where she explains exactly how she overcame all the bullshit she's faced in the past years and how it only made her go harder. Her has piqued my interest for the last couple of years and has not let me down since. Her self-entitled project actually debuted last year as two separate parts, but this year she decided to combine all the songs together for one amazing ass project. I loved every single song off this project, but I won't be adding it to the overall list just to be fair, since it did come out last year and I've already lived with these songs for so long. Still, I'm mentioning it because some motherfuckers out here are still asleep on this girl and it's time to wake they ass up. Top tracks, the hit smash best part featuring my beloved Daniel Caesar, where they redefine millennial love song. Hopes up, where she asks her lover not to toy around with her feelings. My fave still down, where she questions her lover's intentions and love for her. Her, you bogus as hell for making this song so short. And lastly, I won't, where she decides not to give motherfuckers her time no matter what they try to do to sway her opinion. I can honestly go on and on about this project, but we do have other contenders besides my girl that deserve their recognition. And if you ain't up on her by now, you a dumb motherfucker. Summer Walker hit the scene this year and didn't let up for one bit. She brought style, passion, and boss bitch energy to R&B. Last day of summer top tracks are Girls Need Love, where she explains women's needs unapologetically, CPR, where the love takes over her and makes it hard for her to live without it, Shame, where Summer admits that she may not be the most easiest bitch to deal with, which I can relate to all the fucking way, and last but not least, Just Like Me, where she cries out for understanding and acceptance. This project got me geeked for what's to come for her in the upcoming year. Cause Lord knows I need more music like this in my life. St. Louis' very own and beau of my homegirl, Jean Doe, Smino, kept his foot on these R&B niggas' necks with noir. Full of versatility and soul, this project highlighted his attributes. Bars, flows, and melodies out of this world. Top tracks, hit single, LMF, where Smino questions whether his bitch is really with the shits because he ready to turn up. Pisano, which identifies his taste and appetite. Fenty Sex, featuring Big Drees, where Fenty by Rihanna brings them closer together. And my favorite, Verizon, where he proclaims that he ain't going no motherfucking way. And his squad is out here just like the ever kind of reliable Verizon Wireless. <laughs> Janelle Monet captured the hearts minds and eyeballs of everyone in the world with dirty computer her concept of social inequality and the need for regulation poured out into her music and made for one hell of a visual album to coincide with it top tracks are crazy classic life 
where she dreams of a life full of freedom and no judgment. Screwed, featuring Zoe Kravitz, where they compare fucking to the state of America. Genius. Pink, where she celebrates all things pink, including her pussy. And last but not least, So Afraid, where Janelle details just how deep the effects of all these damn bugs and viruses have on her overall well-being. This project is definitely on the top 10 projects of the year list and truly lives up to my overall idea of staying true to yourself and being unapologetic. Although I still haven't completely gotten over the split of our future, Sid and her band, the internet, have made shit a little easier. Hive Mind showcases not only just Sid, but each member's individual style and what magic they add to the group. Top tracks are My Favorite, Roll, which actually features Steve Lacey on vocals and motivates us to roll with the beats of our heart. Come Over, where Sid begs her baby to let her give her the attention she truly deserves. Look What You Started, where Sid then decides to wean herself off this bitch since she don't want to act right. And Wannabe, where she admits yet again that she is still stuck on shorty ass and ponders whether or not she wants to be her girl. The weekend continued his reign in 2018 with My Dear Melancholy. He uses his pain as a weapon, similar to his House of Balloons sound, and makes this project a difficult one to pass up on. A short but powerful project with the top two tracks, Call Out My Name, where he questions his lover and is pissed that he wasted his time, and my favorite, Try Me, where he persuades his new flex to drop that zero and get with a hero, you hear me? This year was an amazing year for R&B, so much in fact that I can't put just three on the top projects list. So the top four that will be added to the list are Dirty Computer, Crash, Keep the Same Energy, and last day of summer. Y'all just don't know how long it fucking took me to narrow this list down. But I'm too thirsty for more music like this in 2019. Last category, but definitely not the least, is the top five collab albums. This year proved the strength of numbers and was measured in these projects. The list is as follows. One. Fetty by Spitta and Freddie Gibbs with Alchemist Heavy on production. Two, Kids See Ghosts by Kanye and Cuddy. Three, Swervo by G Herbo and Southside. Four, Not All Heroes Wear Kate, Metro Boomin's compilation. And five, Drip Harder by Gunna and Lil Baby. The wild card nominee goes to World on Drugs, Future and Juice World's project. Because honestly, this sound was way too expected from the two. I wanted to hear them challenge each other and really bring some new shit to the table. But they still delivered a good ass project with enough hits to keep my attention. Currency and Freddie Gibbs should have made Fetty years ago. They complement each other so fucking well and bring the grit back to rap music. Top tracks are Willie Lloyd where they brag about their street cred and compare their reign to the likes of legendary Willie Lloyd. Now and later Gators, which takes you on a ride for a long night of drugs and good loving. The way too fucking short hit, No Window Tense, where Spitter showcases fearlessness while out here in the streets. 
and Saturday Night Special, where the two face off about their status and skill in the industry compared to the others. Kids See Ghost was probably my most anticipated collab album this year. I knew that if anybody could bring Kanye goofy ass back down to earth, it was Cuddy. And this project lived up to everything I anticipated it to be. A short project also, following right in line with the seven song rollout from Good Music, with the two top tracks being Fire, where they discuss their downfalls and put their middle fingers high in the sky to all of their naysayers. And my personal favorite, Cuddy Montage, where we get to experience Cuddy in his truest form. And Kanye speaks on how damaging the eye for an eye mentality is on life and lives around. Swervo presented Herb in his most arrogant, cocky form, with Southside occasionally jumping in to add his own sauce. Top tracks are For Real, where Herb provides all facts to what he raps about being really how he lives his life. Bonjour, where he brags about where he is now in relation to where he had been. Pac and Dre, where Herb and Southside both talk their shit and compare their current reign to Tupac and Dr. Dre. And my favorite track off this entire project, Focus, where he refocuses our energy on securing that bag and changing our circumstances. I've been waiting all year for Metro shit to drop, and not all hero wear capes came in with a vengeance. He definitely has a talent in bringing the absolute best out of any artist he collaborates with, and solidifies his role as more than just a beat maker. Top tracks, my fave, don't come out the house with 21 Savage on some Yin Yang Twins whisper song mixed with his usual murder gang shit, and with additional production from Takey. Space Cadet with Gunna proposing that he's living in a completely different galaxy than everybody else. 10 Freaky Girls with 21 back at it again, but this time with bars about his thotties and his glockies. And No More with 21, Kodak Black, and Travis Scott on vocals about their apparent drug addictions. Gunna and Lil Baby have had a crazy ass amount of individual success this year and it was only right that the two merged their similar sounds together on Drip Harder. Top tracks are Off-White Villon, which features Lil Durk and Nav on a musical runway about fashion, the self-explanatory and my personal favorite, Underdog, My Jeans featuring Thug, where they talk about how many bands they can fit in their expensive-ass pants, and of course, Never Recover featuring Drake. Collab albums seem to be the trend this year, and some could have stayed exactly where they was at. But the top three collab albums that are going on the top ten list are Fetty, Kid Seagulls, and Not All Heroes Wear Capes. The time has come. Hopefully you motherfuckers have been keeping up with the list. But in case your ass was too slow to do so, Juicy J's top ten albums of the year are... 1. Care For Me by Saba 2. K.O.D. by J. Cole 3. Redemption by J-Rock 4. Crash by John Doe 5. Keep The Same Energy by Tiana Taylor 6. Dirty Computer by Janelle Monae 7. Last Day of Summer by Summer Walker 8. Fetty by Currency and Freddie Gibbs. Nine, Kid Sea Ghost by Kanye West and Kid Cudi. And 10, Not All Heroes Wear Capes 
by Metro Boomin and Pals. Each project on this list helped me remain true to myself and my mantra of unapologetic. They each expressed a different truth that I could relate to, from dealing with the death of loved ones, drug usage, self-image issues, love and heartbreak, money issues and games, and learning how to appreciate the small shit even when the big shit is too tall to see over. Without these projects, Unapologetic wouldn't have happened. I spent a lot of nights up trying to get shit in motion, and I can't always focus with the TV on. Sometimes I just pop my headphones in and vibe, and I'm so thankful for these artists. And I'm so thankful to these artists for sharing themselves with me. 2019 is gonna be everything and more, and I'm so ready for the year to begin. I cannot wait to hear all the new music that's about to drop. And I hope y'all ready for everything I got cooking up for next year. The final episode of the year is up. Yes, it is up right now. Go check that motherfucker out. It's called Do Your Shit. And I know y'all motherfuckers gonna like it. Now, Unapologetic will be going on a brief holiday break until January 14, 2019. And then we will be right back in action. Same time, same place. And please do not forget to follow the official Instagram. Thank you to all you motherfuckers that can follow directions. But for you late birds, hurry up and follow the official Instagram at unapologetic.thepodcast. I'm your host, Juicy J, and you already know what the fuck's going on. <laughs>